0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Gene Pool Variety Hour. Your geek safe space. I'm Sean, the pecan pie of the podcast, a classic sweet thing with a few nuts. And I'm Connor, the turkey of the group because I'm big, meaty, and everybody loves me. Join us as we review random movies,
1: play games,
0: talk anything geek culture that catches our attention,
1: and chase a lot, a lot of chickens. chickens.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 13 of the Gene Poop Ride Hour. What's up, everybody? Good morning, everyone. Oh, God. So, <laughs> Connor's in rare form. It's early Saturday morning, uh, and uh, he is clearly more of a morning person than I am. He's much Definitely. more lively than I am. <laughs> I'm on my second cup of coffee and not done yet. So, uh, I figured, you know, it- we'd just spend some time talking about, I don't know, what we've been doing this week. But then also, I'd like to have kind of a Thanksgiving themed podcast this week. Yeah. Of so yeah. so anyway, so what have you been doing this week?
1: Um let's see. I've been enjoying my new car. Well, well technically it's my dad's old car, but um but new to me, but a lot better than my old one. Okay. Yeah, and dad's enjoying his new old car. <laughs> um let's see. I've been doing some Christmas shopping and I've got some great presents especially for for my amazing, amazing girlfriend, Nikki. Shout out to, to her in, in Ohio.
0: Okay. Um, and my computer is now currently resting on a box. It's holding my Christmas present from Connor, and so I think that I should be getting get a special award for the restraint of not opening the box. So, And what would that be? I don't know. I said a prize. I don't know what the prize would be, but I do know that it's from Amazon, so that's... Actually,
1: it's not. Okay.
0: I just found that box outside, and it fit the person perfectly. Gotcha. Even though we, even though we recycle all of our boxes, there just happened to be a box in the garage. Okay. Yes. Well, sure. Okay. I'm not so kidding anyway, that. It's, um, it's from Etsy. All right. So, anything else you've been going been going on this week?
1: Um, let's see. Oh, well, my boss, at Marcos, has been giving me more more responsibilities, and this weekend she's having me train two new drivers, and and um because she says I'm her best driver, so that's something really cool. Cool. What about the future stuff, school and everything? What's going on with all that? Um my my admission stuff is done, and I'm just waiting for orientation. There's not really anything to talk about. Have you
0: contacted them to schedule orientation? Okay, I'll I'll call them on Monday. These are the frustrations that we have, that we give instructions and they don't get followed, and then there's a crisis. So anyway, Connor's giving me the moving on, Dad, moving on anyway so okay we're good I mean at least at least we've got some stuff done where you just got to follow through yes dad okay yes
1: moving on
0: anything else going on with you anything anything fun anything at all because um, I got stuff to talk about um,
1: I've got my trip to to Ohio for Christmas that I'm excited about
0: okay all right, so I guess there's not much else going on with you. No, um, not really.
1: I've I've been enjoying Game Pass and um and everything, and been downloading a lot of games. So much so, my dad says I've downloaded
0: too much. Well, his his hard drive is completely full of games that he, he's only played for what five or ten minutes each or whatever. To to test them out, and if I don't like
1: them, I I uninstall them. But I like all of them so far.
0: <laughs> I know, but you have no anyway. anyway. I've got plenty of room. Can I I've, you I've and handle things? I've got
1: 185.
0: Um gigabytes free, don't worry, okay anyway, so uh sorry, I've got a horrible headache today, so I sound not good because I don't feel good but uh but anyway, I've been uh you know what cures a headache i don't I don't want to talk about Laughter no, every time I laugh, my head pounds, so uh not today' then I'm then definitely laugh be this, the pain I'm definitely gonna be the straight man today um but it, you know, I guess the stuff that I've been busy with—I've uh, been really busy with work. We've had some really rough stuff happen at work, and um, when you have some something traumatic happen at work, and you're the psychologist of the unit, it's—it uh, keeps you pretty busy. So, um, it's kind of heavy, right? Yeah, kind of heavy stuff. Stuff I don't want to talk about, but it's just—it's it's been a rough week there. Um, and so, at home, I'm kind of just been shutting down a lot. I've been watching some Disney Plus and. Uh, the Mandalorian is it's fantastic, Mandal- by the way. Yeah. I still got to watch the third episode that just came out, and I heard it's the th- best one so far. Um, and playing, I haven't been playing much of Borderlands. Uh, I got to a, I got to a mission that, that I keep, I'm kind of dying a lot on, and it's kind of frustrating me. So don't, I don't know which one it is. Don't ask. It's just a mission. I don't, I kind of get in this what, mood. What's the of, objective? I don't know, Connor. I just got to, I'm going to the, I don't know. I've got to get something. I don't know. Um... I don't pay attention to those details a lot of times. It's like, okay, go here, get that. Okay, that's th- there it is. There's the mission. Go here and get that. I think there's two that's that I have to get. I don't know what it is. <laughs> anyway, there's so... There's at least
1: 20 missions like that.
0: Oh, there's probably at least 50 missions like that in Borderlands. They have tons. But anyway, so I've been away from that for a while, but uh, like I said last he's, time... He's
1: been getting back into Destiny 2, though.
0: Yeah, so I've been getting back into Destiny uh, thanks to my friends for... Uh, talking me into that i guess and uh i don't know if i'm happy about it or sad about it because i left destiny for a reason because it's too addictive and i can already feel that pull already so but i've been playing a lot of that and just trying to catch up to them because they've been playing for a long time so they're light level 960 or whatever i'm at uh, i'm up to 900 or 901 but now i've got to start doing some special things to get gear high enough to get higher and that's where the grind comes in and that's the part that i hate but anyway, so I've been doing a lot of that, and uh, this week is going to be a pretty big busy week because you know your mom and I are heading off to our last UAB home game today, um, and then straight from there heading to Oklahoma for the holidays. It's going to be our first Thanksgiving without our kids with us, though. That's going to be kind of weird because you know, of course, they're all getting to be adults. They're all starting to have their own things that they have to do. But you know, Connor's got work. Luke's trying to get work. He's hoping he gets something lined up asap. So he's going to be staying. And then your youngest brother, Mitch, volunteered to give out food to the homeless on uh, um, on Thanksgiving Day. So Mitch is awesome. Mitch is awesome. Yeah, he's he's a great kid. So all you guys have to stay. So it's going to be the first time your mom and I are going out to Oklahoma for Thanksgiving by ourselves. So this is going to be kind of weird, but it's a nice break from everything else. And, and it's going to be a nice break for, for us from y'all. And it's going yeah. to be a nice break for y'all from us. So, <laughs> so that's something to be thankful for. Party. I guess, Party! Right? Oh, God, I'm sure there would be an effort at that. But you know, the funny thing is, Luke has such a small circle of friends, and they're not the kinds that do parties like that. And your friends are all, all online, mostly. I've
1: got friends and Marco's
0: who can party pretty hard. Yeah, but I know you, you wouldn't do that. So don't give me the look. I know <laughs> you. So anyway, but uh, it's been kind of a, a down, quiet, Couple of weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's going to be definitely going to be a, gonna be a n- nice quiet week this next week. You know, I I thought about delaying our podcast a little bit just because we're kind of rushing to get this one in be- to stay on schedule. Yeah. But then if, be I, like if, a if full we did, month, right? it would be a whole month because we're not coming back till next weekend. And so that would be the next weekend when it would record. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, it's it's one of those kind of weeks where we're just kind of status quo a little bit. But uh, we do have some things to be thankful for. Yeah, you some know, geeky and it, things to it, be thankful it, for. Right. And it is the theason. Theason. It is the They're the, 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 the season it, it, it is thesen, it is to be thankful. <laughs> so anyway. So, so I don't know where that came from. But that almost. That almost coffee brain. That Retired. almost gets into the funny that I used to do. I used to make you guys laugh. Now you hate it. But anyway. <laughs> so I still like them. We do have some things to be thankful for. but I don't know. Where did I get that voice from? I can't remember. I have no idea. There's a good little chicken. (laughs) And yes, Connor wanted wanted to change it from chasing chickens to chasing turkeys because it's a Thanksgiving, which is a great idea. But I don't have a turkey sound effect. And that would make my eye twitch if we talked about chasing turkeys and and had a chicken sound effect. I told
1: him I could make a turkey sound effect. No, I want one. (laughs) (laughs) It's a chicken chasing a turkey. (laughs) Um, I knew it can make you laugh. But
0: anyway, so it's a it's a um, it's a time to be thankful. I mean, that's yeah. that's what the season's for. And and you know, everybody talks about you know the typical things people are thankful. Oh, I'm thankful for From my family, my, family, my thankful, friends, whatever this my kind of job. stuff. But we thought we would take more of a, a mm. geek oriented approach to it mm-hmm. or nerd approach to it. So we're calling it a Happy Happy Geeks given uh-huh. So I figured we could spend some time talking about things. From the geek oriented or the geek point of view, the kind of things that we're thankful for. So, all right, do we want to alternate or to just you run your list and I run mine? Or? I'll go first. Okay, you go first.
1: So the very first thing that I'm thankful for is Pokemon because Pokemon is the very first nerdy geeky thing I ever got into and that opened up the doors for me. It it opened up to video games, to anime, to to trading card games, all of that, um, it really opened up the door to the whole world for me. So thank you, Pokemon. I would
0: say that it didn't open up a door to you. It opened up a Pandora's box because you have not been able to recover from there. Um, okay, so... Uh, um,
1: I, I I, have played almost every single Pokemon game there is, um, except for Sword and Shield that just came out, <laughs> um, only because I don't have a Switch. But hopefully I'll get one for Christmas. Yeah, save, and up, and your, and
0: save up your money, sure. Yeah, right. So anyway, uh, <laughs> um, all right. So so we're going to alternate. Yeah. Okay. So and I'm mine are just off the top of my head. They're not ranked at all. And so I'll probably start with, um, I guess, and this is kind of a, a multi-step here. I'm thankful for Verizon because Verizon gave us unlimited Disney. Plus, I mean, gave us Disney Plus free for a year, and I'm and... thankful for Disney Plus because it brought us the Mandalorian. And all the Star Wars stuff. (laughs) Not all of the Star Wars stuff. You know what? Everything except for episode 8 and and, solo. And solo. But solo and episode 8 are on on Netflix, but they're leaving Netflix like December 25th. So that's why they're not on Disney Plus, because there's a contract thing going on. So as soon as they leave Netflix, they're going to be on Disney Plus. Okay. So that allows us to watch all of them in order before uh, The Rise of Skywalker comes out. Every single Star Wars movie. Yeah, and we can even watch the, the the Star Wars series. I've been always wanted to watch the Clone Wars because I've heard it's really good. That that animated series, oh, actually yeah. really good, and it oh, gives yeah, a lot yeah. of backstory to a lot of things. Um, so that's been on my on my list for a long time, and oh, yeah. I've just never gotten to it. And it really
1: is um a, a very good series. Um, my only complaint is um is that the seasons and the episodes aren't actually in chronological order. Or they um they kind of pick and choose yeah. small events some um in the series and then through the through the series, where, um, you're like, wait, wait, th- that happened in season one, uh, and
0: that happened in season three. So. Uh, so, it's just, it's, so each season is just like a separate type storyline in that universe? Yeah, kind of. Okay. okay, that's fine. I don't mind that. Um, so, so that's what I'm thankful for, Verizon slash Disney Plus slash Mandalorian, which, you know, um, if you don't love Gizmo, I mean, uh, Baby Yoda... Because um, they're the same thing, just one happens to be green. Um, <laughs> I don't, you have no heart. Um, so, and the other thing is bonus points for you guys that listen to this that have watched Mandalorian tell me where the Baby Yoda's sound effects come from his cooing, his laughter, his whatever. Um, bonus points if you know where they came from, because as soon as I heard them, I started laughing because I knew exactly what movie they came from. And yes, it's a Disney property, so think about it. No spoilers, don't tell them because you know I was I gonna to give about. him
1: another hint, but that's all.
0: Okay, I mean you can give him a hint. I guess so. I guess. Let's just say things get a little wild. Oh yeah, that narrows it down.
1: There's a lot of of Disney movies that are pretty wild and crazy. That's, that's
0: what I'm saying. It doesn't narrow it down at all. Exactly. That's what I mean. Exactly. So anyway, <laughs> so that's so that's that's one of mine that I'm thankful for. What about you? What's your what's your next one? Um, let's see.
1: Um actually he, I'm thankful for my dad because um Oh no. Really, really. Um because because honestly um, in this entire family he's the only one who truly gets me and and understands my geekitude dude, Um, and um and he's the only one who who kind of supports it and geeks out with me over this stuff um, and, and and sometimes i need a friend who um who who
0: gets as excited about these things as i do so thank you dad well i i guess you know on that same vein i'd have to say the same thing for you because you know if i talk about things i get excited about if i talk about apart not counting Star Wars, because your brother Luke is just as big a Star Wars fan as we are. I mean, yes. he's, he's currently watching all of them in order to get ready for Rise of uh, Skywalker. But apart from that... There's a geek in there somewhere. I just if, know it. If oh, He will never admit to it. he's he, No. Uh, but anyway, you know, anytime we talk, I talk about any of the geek stuff, games or movies or te- television shows or, or anything like that that's in this world, and I talk to... Your mom about those things because they're just exciting to me because I love them because I'm geeking out. I just get this glassy eyed blank stare, pan because, faced. Because you know this a blank is, face emoji. She she's definitely the muggle in the family. I mean Mitch kind of gets into stuff too, but he just uh, he's given uh, that he's, he's on the spectrum. Marvel DC. Yeah, the but movies. given given that he's in, on the spectrum, he's not much of a talker. He doesn't of talk course. much. He kind of keeps to himself, and so you can't really get in these huge conversations with him like Connor and I can. So. So yeah, so Connor and I, um, we are um, our support system in the house, oh, yeah. our geek support system. So so yeah, so I, I would say that I'm thankful for him too, even though I we drive tend him crazy. To, yeah, <laughs> um, and there tends to be a lot of arguing, but it's just because I know he can do so much more than he's doing, and, and I keep pushing for him to do those things. So anyway, there's that. All right, so what's next? What's the next thing you're thankful for? Let's see. Deeply thankful for.
1: Him. Um, to get more specific. I am thankful for Mass Effect because um, because that was the very first first-person shooter I ever played, and and ever since then, I have loved the series with a passion, even Andromeda. Don't you dare say Andromeda isn't good. The story is good, but um, the game itself had some glitches, but the story is good.
0: Well, I mean, there's something to be said. I mean, some people just like watching bad movies, so apparently you just like playing bad video games.
1: There's a just difference. Kidding. I'm kidding, There's a Carter. difference between a bad video game and, and um and bad animation. Okay, um I know, the story I know. of Mass Effect Andromeda is good. So, so starting over in a completely new universe, the exploration of it all, right? And I think that that's
0: good. And I think that was a big part of why people didn't like it because it was it was such a departure from, um the space opera that was the Mass Effect series. You know that it was I mean, more just explore and it, it was almost like terraforming and start. Oh, you know, and that was boring. But that's what. Wasn't what people were expecting. Well,
1: and, and well, when you think about it, the very first Mass Effect game was what was actually kind of like that. Um, a, um, exploring different, exploring these different planets, um, and discovering these. No, new that, things. that's that's
0: true, but but yeah, I mean, I, I understand. So, um, but anyway, I was just giving you a hard time about Andromeda, of to course, Zone,
1: you know. And um and then because of this love <laughs> of me. Mass Effect, um um, I managed to to talk to one of the head writers of the Mass Effect games at Dragon Con. um, It was this complete chance meeting while I was waiting in line for a Mass Effect panel. And it's just, um, it's my favorite um, Dragon Con
0: story to ever tell. I think you've told that story before on the podcast. I have? Yeah, I think so. Early on. That might be, Like, way early on, two yeah. years ago, when we first started this thing. Anyway. Maybe. Um, sorry, so it's my turn. So what am I thankful for? Um, I'm thankful that video games exist. <laughs> Look, uh, I know that your mom is not a fan of them, and I get that, but it's something that, that gives me joy when I when I need to pick me up. It's something that I can just zone out with when I've had a rough week. It's kind of how, it's kind of like my reward at the end of the week for getting through the week. <laughs> um, and it's just a hobby, and it's something that I really like. And, you know, there's so many other things that I could be doing to unwind, so many more unhealthy things I could be doing to unwind for the week. Exactly. Um I could be like some of the people that I know that hit the bar every weekend, and um, or whatever, and that's not me. If you need to find me, I'll be sitting on my couch in front of the TV with the, with the Xbox controller in my hand. It's just something that, and and, and you're right. I mean, it, it is it something that's productive? Are you are you producing something out of it? No, it's just a way to spend time. But it's it's a it's just like anybody else's hobby if they like reading or if they like um, woodworking or drawing or whatever, or podcasting, it's, um, so yeah, so that's been something since I've been a kid, I mean, like Atari 2600, playing Pong, Pong well, Pong was even before Atari 2600, I'm talking about Atari 2600 was really the first home video game machine, I mean, there were dedicated Pong machines, that's all it did was Pong, my cousin had one of those, but, uh, but yeah, it's been something that, that gives me a sense of peace and joy sometimes when I need it, um, and... In the work that I do as a psychologist, I do a lot of work with mindfulness, which just helps you just kind of live and and learn how to live in the moment and not worry, beat yourself up for things that happened in the past, not worry about things in the future, but just kind of live in the moment and have contentment and joy in the moment that you're in at that time. Um, And video games is a kind of a cool way to do that when you kind of get in the zone. Yeah. So, so in generally speaking, video games is something that I'm thankful for because it's a, it's a hobby that's not too expensive because I don't. Buy a lot of games anymore. I have Game Pass, which allows me to give my video game fix, which I guess is a secondary. I'm thankful for Game Pass. <laughs> but yeah, so I know I'm rambling about video games, but it's it's my thing. So there you go. Well, well, well. My
1: last thing is actually also going to be video games. Oh, this is your last thing? I got a whole bunch more.
0: Like, well, I want to keep going. So okay. anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Um,
1: uh, my last thing is also video games, but um. But, um, and in the same way, it's sort of like, like an escape, like what dad said, but, but for me, it was mainly because, um, as a kid, I was never really popular, I was always bullied a lot, and, and I didn't have a lot of friends, and, uh, and I felt very weak and small, even, um, even though I was pretty big as a kid, um, but video games, I could play a hero, I could play these amazing storylines and save these people and defeat the evil, and, and it made me feel better that, that that even if it was fake, I could feel a sense of power and 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 compassion that
0: that um that just helped me get through the day. What what does it say about me if the thing that you like about him so much is that you get to be a hero and save people, and the thing that I like so much is shooting people? <laughs> what does that say about me? <laughs> You're not as deep as me. I'm or maybe I'm way deeper and more complex than you who knows. Anyway, um, cool. So the video games are more than just a video game. They're they're kinda of help you live outside of your yucky existence that you that you've had sometimes. Yes,
1: exactly. Okay.
0: Um it's an escape and that's what it is for me too. So um some um some sometimes they delve too far into it. I'll yeah. admit that. Yeah. Well we both do. That's why I took a whole month off to kinda of reset a little bit because I was doing the same thing. I mean you know, when you live in in the geek world, when you are a geek, a nerd, whatever you want to call yourself, and you tend geek, to obs- nerd dweeb, you tend to obsess over things. I mean, that's kind of how your brain works, and so that's why somebody obsesses over Marvel movies or over Star Wars movies or over Mass Effect or, or, or Pokemon
1: what- or anime.
0: You know, it's just kind of the way our brains work. So um, it's it's hard to maintain that balance sometimes. But I guess one of the other things that I'm thankful for is and, and, and this kind of goes back to games, uh, but I'm thankful for the friends that I've made, you know, through gaming and through the geek culture. You know, I mean, I have friends that I've known now for 16, 17 years that I met when we were beta testers from Xbox Live, when we were all playing Xbox Live before it was actually officially released. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone, my dad is an OG Xboxer. That's right, man. I'm the OG. But, um,. But anyway, so I have friends that, I've, that I met then or met soon after that through people that I knew through um, the beta test. Um, I've been with them through births, through having children, through getting married, through divorces, through loss of parents. I mean, I've been with them through those things. Uh, and I wouldn't trade that for the world. I haven't had the opportunity to meet them very often or meet, them, meet many of them in person um, and and that's partly because of just my schedule, the way my schedule works with having kids on the spectrum, and just how busy I get with the work that I do. And but that doesn't change that doesn't change anything about how important they are to me. Um, now lately, I'm a little angry at them because they're the ones that taught me into getting back into Destiny too. I'm not angry at you guys. I'm just having a joke uh actually i'm thankful i've been waiting to to play with them again uh i mean we've been playing we play a lot but we haven't been playing destiny yet together some of them have i haven't been able to jump in so those those people are important to me and 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 i know that people that don't do the gaming thing or do the online stuff don't really understand that sometimes how can you be good friends with people that you've never actually met well because when you're gaming for you know a few hours together at a time stuff comes up in conversations and you just start you get on discord chats together or, or Twitter, you know, threads together, and, and you, you just, just get to know them. each other's lives, yeah. uh, and so, so that's something that I'm really thankful for, you know, yeah, uh, that that I've made some friends through this, and it's not just it's not just through the video gaming, through um, podcasting, uh, you know, after going and attending to a lot attending a lot of the uh, the podcast panels, uh, digital media panels at DragonCon, I'm getting to know some of the people there um and they've been really supportive and really helpful as we're trying to start this thing up again uh and encouraging us to move on and that means a lot to me and and yeah, so definitely so yeah so you can make some you know it's kind of funny that sometimes when when you're a geek or a nerd growing up it's kind of hard to make friends yeah but when you find when you get older and you you able to, you're able to find those niches and uh-huh. you find other people in the same niche they're all they're all stuck in the same crevice you are, yeah. um, you get really close because they get you and just like you get them just so like when different. we walk into Dragon Con and you go my people and disappear for three days, um, four days, yeah almost five now, but anyway oh, yeah. they've added Thursday so it's now Thursday to Monday, uh, but anyway let's make it a week guys a week of <laughs> geekitude let's just. Take a month off, right? <laughs> but anyway, so so that's something else I'm really thankful for is just the friends that you make through this because you all have such similar interests, you know? So mm-hmm. um, shout out to, uh, to Brandon and Mitch and Cindy and Gene and, and, and Steve and, um, and Stephen and Smashy um, mm-hmm. over on the podcast side. I really appreciate you guys, and uh, I'm really thankful for you. So there you go. You got anything else that you so thankful I for? got
1: one more okay. more that I realized. Okay. Um, I am thankful for books. I am thankful for there you go books. Um, um, believe it or not, as a kid back in elementary school, I hated reading. I hated, hated, hated it. But yeah, I got my story about that too. <laughs> but the very first thing thing I read that I just absolutely fell in love with, um, cliche, it's Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, my dad's over here mouthing it. Harry Potter, yeah. Um, I read it back in middle school and and at first it, it was just a way to kind of for to kind of go through this this reading requirement we had each um each nine weeks, um, because those books are were worth a lot of points. And then as I read them, I'm like, Okay, these books are actually really good and then those books opened up a door a door of love of books for me and and now I've got a bookshelf almost completely full of of classics, amazing series, one-offs, and just all kinds of books that I have absolutely loved reading every single day. And there
0: you go. Yeah, I mean, and and we are so thankful for Harry Potter. You know, I've never, I've never read the Harry Potter series. You know, I'm a Tolkien, Lord of the Rings. That's my, that's my jam. And and so, and I just never got into Harry Potter's. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with them. I just never did. And yeah. but um, I'm thankful for them because. The, that was Connor's gateway into reading, and, and we'd had such difficulty getting him to read before that. Um, and so, you know, go ahead. So much so, so th-
1: um, that actually in middle school, we'll just to make sure sure I did read. If yeah, my mom got me a tape recorder, and she had me tape
0: record myself reading out loud, just to confirm I read. That's how bad it got. Yeah, uh, and you know, and I kind of had the same story that when I was in sixth grade or fifth grade, I can't remember, because I was not a reader either, it's not that I, I mean, I was good at it, I was, you know, a lot of times people that don't like to read or because they struggle with reading, um, and I think a lot of times people with ADHD struggle with reading, not struggle with their ability, but struggle with sitting down to do it because of the focus, being able to sit and focus, you know, um, it wasn't able to grab their interest enough, but it was uh, fifth or sixth grade, and my teacher had books in the back that you could quote-unquote check out to read. And I checked out one called the was it the Wolf King? I think it was the Wolf King. I think I told you about it. Um, had a picture of a dude. It was just a silhouette of a dude in all kinds of armor with a sword over his head on a horse. And I'm like, that looks pretty cool. So I read that, and I don't remember anything about the story other than the name of the book. But that was my key that got me. Hey, this reading thing is pretty cool.
1: The um um that that was your gateway book.
0: Yeah, it was my gateway book. Yeah. So, um, you know, and I I guess. You know, going on Connor's thing, I mean, I, I don't read a lot. I mean, I love reading, mm-hmm. but I have a hard time with the focus and being able to sit long enough to read because my brain is going constantly with a bunch of other things just because of work and whatever. Um, but uh, I'm thankful for – there's a couple of things I'm thankful for in the literary world. One is J. R. R. Tolkien, um, just because – I love the Lord of the Rings series, that whole universe um, and everything. But the whole anthology of it. But 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 the key is he was really the gateway to this entire RPG world and fantasy, oh yeah, role playing world that we live in now. The he was mage. the fa- he was the father of it all with those books. Um, because of him, we have... he was Gary- the godfather. Because of him, we have <laughs> Gary Gygax who created uh, Dungeons and Dragons, which I love. Um, so do Because us. of Tolkien and Lord of the Rings, we have all these movies and we have this whole genre now that we didn't have before, um, which I'm hugely, hugely thankful for because, you know, secondary to shooting people in video games, um, I love role-playing video games. I mean, I could spend... And cutting people games. Yeah, again, it's killing people, huh? <laughs> Jeez. You've got some stuff you
1: need to work through I then. Got some,
0: I need to go see a psychologist, you know, a good one. Um, <laughs> anyway... Um, so there's that, and then also as I was looking at Connor's books, there's a couple of books that I that I'd given him that that I loved. You know, I don't know that you loved these because I never did really get you to read them. But the um, Castle Rugnas, yeah, I loved those. Okay, those I've uh, read both of them. Both so that anyway, gave me. Um, another one is another guy that I'm thankful for is Piers Anthony. Uh, especially his Zant series, and there was like, there's like 20-something, I think, in his Zant series. I haven't even read all of them, cause, but I started reading those in middle school. And it's fantasy, but it's they're hilarious. And it showed me that you can have humor. It doesn't have to be all, be all serious all the time. You can be funny and have a good time. And if you never read uh, any of Piers Anthony's books from the Zant series, you owe it to yourself to do it. I mean, it's all about magic and, and, and this kind of stuff, but it's, it's, it's all about puns. And using puns in and how they become real things in the in the um in the in the in their world. There's so, this one book book you told
1: me about, um, um um about this guitar player who someone got transported to to to, to a magical world, right? Yes,
0: and I cannot I cannot remember I, I love that book and I cannot remember the name of it and I can't find it. So if anybody's listening to this and knows what we're talking about, let us know what it is. It was a book about some guy that got transported into some magical world and he was like a musician, guitar player whatever. And it turns out that in the magical world that he lived, that he got transported to, he could sing songs almost like a bard, and it would like um, create magically the magic. create the things that were in the song. Yeah. Um, and, and it was mostly things because you know, it was classic rock. Because that's he was he was like a rock guy from in in our world, and so he would like sing like I don't know CCR or Beatles. You know, I don't know if it would be, but anyway, he would, uh, maybe, but he would sing, he would sing one of those songs, and the lines from that song would create the, was like the magic spell, Um, and it was really cool, and I always wanted Connor to read it, but I cannot think of the name of it, or the author, or anything, so if anybody knows that book, please let me know. Imagine if if he sang Beatles' Big Yellow Submarine. He may have. (laughs) I can't remember, anyway. That would be um, pretty cool. So, so anyway, so, yeah, so that's a bunch of stuff that we're thankful for in the, in the... Geek oh. anthology, yeah. the oh, geek um, lore, the yeah. geek world. Geek Connor loves to be so melodramatic. Be it's acting. Now, do you know where that came from? Acting. Not, yeah. Do you know where that came from? No. Yeah. There you go. It's acting. Uh, anyway, John Lovitz, signing out live years ago. Uh, okay. Probably before you were even born. Anyway, most likely. Probably. <laughs> but anyway, so so yeah, so th- I think that's I think that's a good wrap up on what we're thankful for. We well, went we're on a while for... about that. Yeah, well, because we're geeks and we tend to go down these rabbit holes and stay there. Um, okay, cool. So, um, you know, one of the other things that that Connor's always wanting to do, and we've talked about before, he always wants to have like a geek, geek question, question of, of the, the day, day thing, um, and we've always struggled with that. Well, I found finally um, a, a, a great place... geek question generator. Yeah, right? it's uh, they have a Twitter account. It's geek que- at geek questioner. They have a uh, a website geekquestioner.com and they put up pose up a geek oriented question every day and so that's awesome so we can we have a resource to go to to look at um and i was looking at some of them and they had uh they had a question they 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 have this kind of question a lot it's like okay um take take any movie and replace a word in the title of the movie with this word and now tell what talk about the plot of the movie and what happens in the movie and so it's like, you know, replace, replace the word in your favorite movie with the word droid. How will that change the plot of the movie? Da-da-da. That kind of thing. So I thought, let's do that. And since it's Thanksgiving. Let's do turkey instead. We're going to do turkey. So mm-hmm. if, you t- it, you know, if you took a movie, your favorite movie, or, or a movie, kind of a geek-oriented movie, and replaced a word in the title of that movie with turkey, what would the name of the movie be and what would the plot be? Well, so that's your question. I'm gonna uh-huh. let you start because I still am really struggling with this. One, cause well, I'm not as creative as he is.
1: Well, see. My movie. It's not really geek oriented, but I love this movie to death. Um, the bird cage, but instead of the bird cage, it's the turkey cage. Okay. Um, so so what's the plot? So basically, he um, the plot of the movie is is um is Nathan Lane and and Robert Williams play play a gay couple who who own own a drag. A drag show club in Florida. Okay, so far that's the plot of the movie Birdcage. <laughs> yeah, I know. <No, laughs> How's it I've, differ? Um, um, it's um, it's basically, it's basically going to be kind of it's going to be kind of the same, except except it's, it's during Thanksgiving and um and those two characters have, um, have to play straight during during an entire Thanksgiving meal um with um with uh, I'm I'm forgetting the name of the couple who who
0: has a daughter that their son wants to marry. Well, the actors are Gene Hackman and Diane Weiss were the actors yeah. that played them. Yeah, them. So, god, I rolled that off really quick. That was pretty. <laughs> well, Gene's easy to remember, but I always have a hard time remembering Diane's name, but anyway.
1: So, so yeah, um um basically he, they have to play um they have to play straight um and and, and kosher and, and everything during um during a Thanksgiving meal with a heavy, heavy, um,
0: um, it, um, is a conservative. Wait, they have to play straight and Jewish. You said straight and kosher, so they have to be Jewish too. Uh, is that part of the plot thing?
1: <laughs> straight and normal. That's what I meant. Okay, jeez. He's um, um. Be careful um, with you, Be
0: careful with the wo- with your words. Um, if, if if we have any Jewish listeners, I am sorry. I'm not talking about Jewish listeners. I'm talking about you know. Um, LGBTQ, you have to be careful about the words that talking... you use. I know, just have to be careful. Well, they literally have. Well, they well, they literally
1: have to play straight. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's literally. I know when you anyway, we can I mean... talk.
0: All, we'll talk offline about about it. Oh man. And uh, direct any kind of comments towards at on Twitter. Hey, I'm a supporter
1: of, um, okay. of the community. Okay. So, anyway. So basically, yeah. Yeah, um, um, just um, just replace their final me- meal at their house to um, to this big extravagant Thanksgiving meal um at um at the, at, at the senator's house um Gene Hackman's house right and basically he the entire movie is, is them just trying to keep keep their their fabulousness um low key. At Quillmeister on Twitter. Again, it, it was made in the early '90s, um, and um, <laughs> I'm when talking about was,
0: you, not the movie. <laughs> so
1: I'm I'm quoting
0: the movie.
1: You know, they they say fabulousness in the movie. Okay, so my question. Okay, so so finish the plot line. That's just it. I mean, I mean, it's basically um it's basically kind of it's basically kind of the same plot line, except um except it's during it's during a visit at their house for Thanksgiving, um and, and then in the end they um they reveal themselves and no, not in that
0: way, <laughs> I know what you meant um they out themselves to to the par- family. To, to her parents yeah, yeah yeah
1: and and then and the people realize these um this couple has um ha- has amazing humor um we we grew on a lot of the opinions of the same opinions um and um and they realize. We said this one thing we don't agree on, and um, and that shouldn't ruin an entire friendship. Okay,
0: one crucial question that you have not answered is part of the plot line. Okay, what? Where's Agador Spartacus? He um, he plays their butler, their he, chauffeur. He, because he's the he he is the glue that holds that movie together. You know that, right? Yes, he okay. is. <laughs> okay. I freaking love Agador Spartacus. I it's love it. It's aspirin him. with the a and the s
1: scraped off. Oh, you a brilliant spot, Agador. She worked hard
0: for her money. Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> you, if you haven't seen the birdcage, you owe you're yourself. You're a beast to, to everybody. Si- <laughs> you're such a beast to everybody. Um, you well, you I mean, owe it, it to yourself a beast or bitch? to sit. Beast. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Um, you owe it to yourself to see the birdcage. Um, it's a
1: hilarious it, movie. It, it's a, it's,
0: yeah. It it
1: really is, and. Um, Nathan yeah, Lane and Robin Williams do an amazing job in it, just like they always do. Yeah, they
0: do. They do. Um, it's it's just a really funny movie, but it's it's ultimately it's about family. Oh yeah, and and it's about accepting people for who they are, and that that their main people theme song doesn't... is "We Are Family." Yeah. So anyway, we and if family. if for no other if for no other reason to see Gene Hackman in drag, <laughs> <laughs> he looks classic. Good. Let's dramatic, just say he looks good. Classic Academy Award winning, I think. A dramatic actor full on white dress white wig drag. dancing through a drag club yeah there oh, you go <laughs> so for no other reason there you go okay so the turkey cage huh yes yes the turkey cage the turkey cage. cage all right all right and so i guess my choice of movie is going to be drumroll please i don't know why he wants to do a drumroll thing anyway x men first turkey <laughs> um i look I, I really struggle with coming up with a good good one i thought about you know, doing Top Turkey off of Top Gun. It's not really a geek movie, but, you know, and, but the, really the only thing I could think about as far as the plot was that his, his co-pilot was we'll still going to be Goose. It's going to be a turkey and a goose flying a jet. But anyway, um, no, so I think I'm going to go X-Men First Turkey. So the storyline is that uh, Professor Xavier, um, at his school for gifted children, um, they're having their first, their, their first Thanksgiving together as, as a school and as, as a family and so it's would all magneto about be there hmm um would um would magneto be there that would be that would be the heartwarming twist at the end that he shows up and they they become friends again and that would be the heartwarming twist because every thanksgiving movie has the heartwarming the long-lost family member that's a that's estranged comes back and everything's fine yeah so. that's more christmas but yes yeah, whatever. What, it's it's what a it holiday it's a holiday movie. Yeah. So 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 yeah. So Magneto is you know they've been trying to get him to come back and they just can't get in touch with him. But Xavier's been telepathically trying to communicate with him. But anyway, so uh, man, so just, really, man, really man, just c- c- got that helmet though. So really, the only the only I mean, it's like it's almost like the the Star Wars Christmas special <laughs> it has nothing to do with that like exists. The, oh, you have not seen classic TV until you have seen Star Wars: The Christmas Special. It's some of the worst TV you've ever seen in your life. It's the actual people from Star Wars doing a Christmas special in the Star Wars world.
1: Mark Hamill. Um, Mark hum- Hamill,
0: Harrison Ford, all of them. God. Yes. It's on gotta you. gotta see that. It's on YouTube. Just look it up. It's on YouTube? It's on YouTube. I'm looking that crap up today. Okay, so there was a chicken. Um, it was, it was but a but anyway, so, so they're not fighting evil. They're not fighting, you know... Apocalypse. They're not doing anything. They're just having it's just them getting together for Thanksgiving dinner. So, you know Pranks and antics well, just, just for the comedy. Yeah, but you know, so they're all they all have their roles in how to prepare the meal, you right. So, um it's it's Rogue's job to kill the turkey, which is pretty easy. She just gives it a hug and it's dead. <laughs> so that that would that would be where it would start, would be rogue would just be the one that would be responsible for killing and preparing the turkey. Although who would Pluck it and clean it. Um, Let's see. Could be Xavier or Jean Grey could just kind of like telepathically, or you know, telekinetically, rather. Oh yeah. um, Just
1: um, just um, do it. Basically, he
0: um lifted up, spread their fingers in, and then all all the feathers would just be. Obviously, Cyclops would cook the turkey. Oh yeah. And they, I'm sure they love like frozen desserts and ice cream. So so Storm would you know. Would freeze everything, you know, with with her <laughs> storm stuff. Yeah, um, her storm stuff. Yeah, I, dude, I I love this stuff, but I don't keep up with the details as much as other people do. uh it's, no, it's weather manipulation. Me, no, Iceman, Iceman would do it. Not for I'm thinking. That, Iceman would do that.
1: That makes more sense. Um, storm
0: Storm would just make sure that that the weather was nice so that they could have Thanksgiving dinner out on the on the on the lawn of of, of the school them um, playing football and everything yeah you know um, it would be who would be the captains of the team Colossus would be the captain of one team and
1: then I, I honestly feel Beast? like
0: Beast. Yeah, Beast Beast would probably be the captain of the other team um, who would be the last one picked Um, that would definitely be Deadpool yeah Deadpool <laughs> would be the last one picked he'd be one of on the side and go, hey, pick me pick me yeah he'd be the last one absolutely he would be the last one <laughs> Um and Colossus would be like you must learn integrity before you or whatever. That's not Russian. I do, I can't do voices. I can make my own, but I can't do specific voices. No, I don't want you to do. I don't want you to do a Russian voice. Wait,
1: okay. come on now. no you must choose the right path. Okay, that's not bad. Yes. Yeah, but anyway. So okay, I just can't. So, get, um, I just can't get a baritone. So who who would who would be the MVP of the of the, the football game? Um, let's
0: see. I have my idea.
1: Um, I honestly feel like it would be Mystique because I'm um, because she can turn into friggin' Tim
0: Tebow. Okay, she could. My pick, my pick would be Nightcrawler because Nightcrawler is he would be the MVP running back because they they hand him the ball and he <laughs> boom, he's in the end zone boom, he's in the end zone boom, he's in the end zone. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what are you gonna do? You can't tackle him. That's right? true. That's true. So, it's it, it's got to be Nightcrawler. As a running back, of course he could be the wide receiver or whatever. He could be talk anything. About get, talk about getting open. It's like he's at the line. As so they snap the ball, poof, he's in the end zone. They throw it to him. <laughs> so, I mean, how could he not be the the, the you know the MVP? Right. True. Okay. Um, defensive player of the um, game. Colossus. Mm, yeah, maybe so. He um, he
1: can't be knocked down. Um um except by um who um who was that chick and um in in the Deadpool movie Angel Dust.
0: Um I can't remember. Is that her name? I can't remember. I can't remember. I'm trying to I'm drawing a blank. Um although Superhero
1: was, Landing. <laughs> that chick.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. What about Domino? Man, Domino, I really like Domino. And of course I I think it's because I like the actress that played Domino in the Deadpool movie. Um I think she just did a great job. Um but anyway. So I she well, needs to play a role somewhere. Well, I mean, honestly,
1: you Domino, she would just win every time be because she luck. forced the luck to her um, um luck's not a su- I, I still think... Luck's not a superpower.
0: No. Yeah. yeah, I know. I, I still think Nightcrawler would be MVP. So, what about the rest of dinner? I mean, who would fix the rest of dinner? You know? Um,
1: let's see. He, Colossus mm-hmm. would make the mashed potatoes. Pretty easy. Um, let's see. I believe we would have
0: have Wolverine carve the turkey. Absolutely. Perfect. I <laughs> um, can't believe I didn't even think about Wolverine. Um, let's <laughs> I mean, see. Right now, he's pissed because we haven't even mentioned him yet, so... He's just pissed all the time. Oh man. Um let's see.
1: He's our Hugh Jackman, if you ever listen to this.
0: Right. Like Hugh Jackman is ever going to listen to this silly thing that we do called a podcast.
1: Um, let's see.
0: Um Oh. Oh, Quicksilver would serve everybody the food. Absolutely. See, I needed Connor to help me out with this because he's just much more creative than I am. Um, um Yes, Quicksilver see. would definitely serve everybody. Of course, and and, and he would it would also make sure that that i don't know deadpool had a pie in his hand and shoved it into his face you know so that when he stopped you know i mean because oh, that's, awesome. that's what quicksilver would do
1: yeah so let's see what else um who else is who else is part of the um of the we haven't really talked about Jean gray much a little bit but um she always turns bad she, and yeah and i mean we will we already have have a telepath she puts Professor the eggs in the chocolate pie Oh as god. the phoenix. Oh my god. Why? <laughs> Why? Um let's see, let's see. Um who else is there? Um who else survives? I mean, that's another question. Who survives? Yeah, I know. Um I'm hmm. trying to think who who's on the bad side? Um on the bad side there's there's that guy who who manipulates fire. He's basically a firebender.
0: Mm. I guess the the what's the frog one? The frog guy?
1: What would he, he do?
0: He bring the frog legs. I'm just kidding. I don't. No. I have no idea. I don't. I don't know. I think. I think we've hit the main ones. Um. Mm. But so we have turkey and we have mashed potatoes. What do we have else for dinner? Um. We gotta have. We gotta have beans and corn and. I mean, it. it
1: oh, is in in beast. Um. Be um. Beast would go out and forage for 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 all this other stuff, for the okay. cranberries, for the corn. Why
0: beast? That. Why would beast do that? Amazing. Amazing sense of smell. Oh, Okay. I was thinking Quicksilver because he could do it so fast. But um, is there? There's not a in the X Men universe. There's is there like a almost like Poison Ivy version in the X Men universe that you can think of that manipulates nature plants other than Storm, and that's really more just weather though. I don't think so. No. Okay, because I'm gonna say if if, if you know yeah. if there was one, then they could do all the the veggies. But anyway, the
1: game it would provide the entertainment.
0: Gambit would provide the the card yeah, that would be the at the the after dessert card games. Oh, right. Yeah. Um and of course knowing him, the gambling and anything else. And if you disagreed with him, he'd just throw a card at you that explodes and kills you. <laughs> I love Gambit. I love him to death. Supposedly there I mean, there's been talk of them doing a Gambit movie for a long time. If they time. do, I will be first in line. Um Oh but And but do you know who the who they're who they, Tatum. them. Yeah. Very good. Very good, yes. I don't see him as Gambit. He seems too big I and bulky. Exactly. You know, big yeah. for, for 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 Gambit. I think if
1: someone else came, um can come relith, um but so muscular. Like, kind of like um um Tom Holland, that's the only guy I could think of off the top of my no, head. No, Tom Holland's
0: too short. I'm sorry. He just is. Yeah, and, he is and, and he's in the MCU with Spider Man. There's no way they'll pull him away from that. The same thing with Chris Pratt. Yeah, and I mean he's yeah, so I don't know who would play Gambit. Um, um, but anyway, I mean, oh, I think- oh, 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 I've got it,
1: I've got it, I've got it. Um, um, Jay Jay who, mm. the guy that voices, um, the guy that voices Hiccup in, um, in the How to Train Your Dragon movies. Um, um, the guy from Okay, Which is yeah,
0: Apprentice. yeah, 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 yeah. I could see. I don't know that I see him as is kind of superhero kind of look. You know, I mean, he seems like. The Magician's Apprentice, or Hiccup—that's that's, that's the, kind of what he looks like. He looks like that kind of a person. I don't see him as well, as a Marvel superhero. Well, to be fair, we we never saw Chris Pratt
1: as anyone but um, but dorky D- um Andy, <laughs> Andy Dwyer um, until
0: um, until he become freaking beefed yeah, up as yeah. Star Lord and that's, and then as that guy. In I know Jurassic that's true, World. but you know I think Channing Tatum would do great as far as the Louisiana. Aspect of it, because I mean, he is just, from uh, is, so so. I think he would be able to play into that Louisiana kind of vibe. Yeah, I just don't know. And and you know, I mean, actors tone down, bulk bulk up. They do it for different roles, and so who knows what they could do? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, good. But Janet Tatum is friggin' big. But I mean, yeah. But look what the, look what they did with um oh god Captain America um, actor um not um I'm drawing a blank I'm um, Chris Evans Chris Evans thank you you know I mean look what they did with the you know. Captain America, the first Avenger, you know, they made him, through c- computer animation, I mean, they made him this little skinny, little scrawny dude, and they made him this huge, bulky thing. Oh, um, and never mind... Um, he, um, he was already huge and bulky. Yeah, right, right, right. That And that reminds me, um, Haley Atwell, who played Agent Carter. Yeah. That was his love interest. Yeah. So I interviewed with her one time, and they played a clip of, of the movie uh, the, when... When he first came out and was all bulked up, and had a huge chest, mm-hmm. and she said, um, "And she says that look you see on my face is really the look I saw on my face, I had on my face when I saw Chris Evans without his shirt on." <laughs> she says, um, I, "It was a nice thing to look at," and so that was actually part of the way she reacted kind to of the movie. Real, uh, real reactions always are the best. I thought that was kind of funny. So, yeah yet, yet another uh, uh, chicken, chicken. So, um. So yeah, it was I guess. I mean, chicken, though. I, mean I guess chicken. I I guess that would be my movie. I mean, it was. And thank you for helping because I wouldn't have thought about some of those. I would have, but I would, would have needed to sit and think and write all these things down. I never would have been able to think of them off, off the top of my head. So, um, so yeah, so there's our there's our geek question of the day, and we're gonna do those every episode. So because I found a good source for questions, so. Um, I'll put a link to Geek Questioner in the we'll, show notes. We already
1: had um had a good source. My brain. My brain is the best source. Wow. Okay. It, it is. Okay.
0: Oh, come on. It's the best source of something. You got that right. Oh, oh bite your tongue, lad. <laughs> do you see what it's like living with this guy? Man. Um, It's definitely going to be a lot quieter and less weird around here when you finally moved to Ohio. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we'll have to figure out how to do this podcast via headsets or whatever like everybody else does you know should so, be hard no i mean it's not it's, i don't know how to do it because i've never done it but uh it just reminded me um about about like dragon con and all the podcast panels that they have and i'm sitting there going would we ever want to even try to be on a, on a panel for anything and i was sitting there this morning just this morning i was thinking about if they had a podcast where the title of the panel was podcasting by people that don't know how to Podcast." <laughs> That would be us. Yes, that, that would, would be, be us.
1: <laughs> so anyway, okay, it would just be us. Um, it, um, it would just be us. Um, sitting at the front, going, anybody know how to do this? Anybody at all?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: we um we are open to all opinions and ideas. Yeah. we
0: need help. So okay, all right. So um, I guess now it's time for the next edition of Rolling, Rolling for, for Credits. credits. So in this episode of Rolling for Credits, we are looking at the Netflix original movie I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. Um, that's um that's the title of, of the movie, not um not just how, how Dad feels about himself. Oh, no, that's how we all feel sometimes. and yeah. But anyway, so that's the name of the movie. Uh, it stars um, Melanie Linsky. And, and Elijah Wood. And Elijah Wood. Here's the interesting thing, because I'm looking at the IMDb page, and... <clears throat> You know, they're the two main characters. I mean, they're in pretty much every scene of the movie. But when it comes to looking at listing the, the the credits of the cast, he's the 11th person listed. She's number one. She's the first one. Usually they put the main ones at the beginning. But they they literally, the, the second person listed is the news radio voice, then Mrs. Hamble, then Mrs. Hamble's son. I don't even know who those people are. The bar dude, police officer, Detective William Bendix, Jana, Angie, Dan, and then Tony who is Elijah Wood. What? So I don't know what, you know, he really, look, and, and I think this is just his ongoing effort to um to break away and avoid being typecast. You know, because Frodo and Lord of the Rings was so iconic and such a part of our, our, our media and cinematic history now that it's really easy to get typecast. You know, I think Harrison Ford did a really good job of not letting that happen um, with um, Star Wars. Yeah. Um, because he pretty much jumped right into Raiders of the Lost Ark right after that, which became another iconic thing. So that kind of helped him, and then he went into other movies. But like Mark Hamill, I mean, he, he didn't really do much you know, um, after the Star Wars movies. He did some stuff, but not a lot Joker. of big stuff. And he, know, yeah, he, he did a lot of voiceover stuff. He kind of got into that realm. But he, he wasn't like a major movie star like, like Harrison Ford was, because yeah. he got a little typecast. Um, and so I think that Elijah really made a point to he, avoid that. He wasn't in The Flash, though. Okay. So, right. But I mean, right. But again, smaller roles. I mean, would you ever see Harrison Ford playing a, a recurring character on The Flash on CW? No, you wouldn't. Um, so anyway, so I think Elijah's done a really good job of that. I mean, he's been in a movie, uh, and I can't remember the name of the movie, but it's where he goes to to England um, and gets hooked into the whole hooligan thing with soccer and gets beat up and is in fights and just not Frodo. Um and in this one I think, you know, he's he's perfectly fine with being, you know, I, there've been some actors that have had completely uncredited roles. They have a, role, a small role in a movie and they're not even part of the credits because the, it's not about them, you know, and uh, they're doing it as a favor or whatever. So I, for whatever reason he's in there, but the, it was a good movie. It, the, finally, finally we, we got a good movie. We got yeah, a good exactly. One. Um so, do you want to talk? About, I'll tell you what. I'll read the tagline here, and then I'll let you talk about the plot of the movie a little bit. So, the the quick synopsis of the movie is: It says, when a depressed woman is burgled, she finds a new sense of purpose by tracking down the thieves alongside her obnoxious neighbor. That would be Tony, aka uh, Elijah, um, aka Frodo. Yeah. But soon they find themselves dangerously out of their depth against a pack of degenerate criminals. Okay. So that's the that's the basically summary of the storyline. So, do you want to talk about the plot a little bit? Sure. Okay. So basically,
1: um, the main character is Ruth, and she's this some um, nursing assistant. I'm um, at, at this post office facility, whatever. And basically, her life just gets kind of bogged down, and she um and her place gets robbed. Dogs keep on pooping on her lawn. E um even though
0: she's got a sign on that says, no pooping, please. Yeah, she, it, she's like one of those people that you see in movies where it just seems like the world is seems to be against her. Every little thing, it just, you know, people being rude, people being mean. Um, at the very beginning, she's taking care of this woman you know, in her room, and the TV's on, and it's a news report. And I'm not going to repeat what the lady was saying, but she was saying some really, really horrendous, nasty, nasty sexual stuff.
1: Get your... No, 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 don't even go
0: there. If you want to know what it says, just watch the movie. It's really yeah. early in the movie. Um, and then the woman dies, pretty much in mid-sentence. No, and no right, as right, right as she finishes Right as she finishes sentence, she dies. And then it shows the doctor talking to the her adult children. And they're like, well, was there anything that she said before she died? And they look at her. Well, what were her like, last words? It's just like, what were her last words? And she's like, I don't want to have to say, get your such in my se- whatever. Mm-mm. So it was just that... It just seemed like everything was inconvenient and yucky. And oh, her her, her recurring thing was oh, this people one guy are... in a bar. Well,
1: oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah. The, this one guy in a bar. Bar. They were talking about this book series. He's they both liked. He had finished it. She was just about done with it. He spoiled the book. And my fellow book nerds out there know how
0: horrible that is if you spoil a book. He told her the plot twist and said, "Oh, you know that such and such and such," and uh, she didn't. So he kind of ruined the whole story. Yeah. But anyway, so, you know, her thing was, basically, people are assholes. That, yeah. was, that was her phrase. That people this, are every, assholes. Everybody in this world are mean to each other and hateful and hurtful. And, and a lot just, of times, and she I, is right. And I just don't want people to be mean to each other anymore and be hateful. And I think one of the things that had her so frustrated was she seemed to be the brunt of a lot of it. Yeah. She's one of those kind of people where she just felt, my life is just... The world is just taking a dump on me. So, um, so yeah. So, so there's that. Just like, just like dogs are dumping on our lawn. Yeah, so right. <laughs> so that's the, kind of the opening montage a little bit. Um, but then her house gets broken into, and computer stolen, and, medication, uh, and, yeah, um, and her, um, her grandmother's and silverware. Thing, yeah, her so, silver. so, she's trying to. She contacts the police, and she's trying to get them to, to investigate, and they're not really putting a lot of effort, effort. into it. Because, uh, and so she takes it upon herself yeah. to try to figure this stuff out. And she has a tracker uh-huh. on her. Well, first of all, she decides to start to, to kind of poll her neighborhood yeah. to see if they saw anything. And she meets Tony. Uh-huh. Before she met Tony and realized it was, it was Tony. Um, he his, was the owner of, of the dog that constantly crapped on her lawn. So she picked it up one time and threw it at him because he was walking his dog Kevin down the street. And he had his headphones on. And he said, Who names
1: their dog Kevin?
0: such a normal name. Yeah, I know. So he apologized and said he won't do it anymore and moved on. And she starts polling the the neighborhood I'm and canvassing. Canv- there you go? Canvassing in the neighborhood, trying to figure out if anybody saw anything or heard anything. And she goes, she she goes to knock on his door and there's heavy metal music playing, like, like really heavy like, heavy metal. Like, and and like rah! And so and then he go. She kind of walks into his backyard and he's back there lifting weights and and got so. Let me give you an image of Tony. Tony, I'm, cause you guys know Elijah Wood. He's kind of a slight bill, kind of a short, slight bill kind of guy. Um, he's got, he's yeah, kind of wildy. He's got like a, a scraggly short beard, like a really mm-hmm. patchy short beard. He's got really thick, like, 70s glasses on.
1: Some um, aviators and stuff like that sometimes. But they're not
0: sunglasses. I mean, just, just big glasses like you would see, you know, old old-time bigger glasses. Yeah. Anyway... Oh, he's got a rat tail. He's got a rat tail. He's wearing, like, leather gloves, and he's lifting weights, and he's really not lifting much weight and having trouble with it. Um, and so she starts asking if he's seen anything, and and he's like, no, what did they take? And she starts telling me everything that they took, and you can see him getting visibly angrier and angrier and angrier.
1: To to the point where he, he grabs a set of nunchucks and, and full-on slams them uh, against a table Um and um and he's just like
0: super pissed and um and Ruth is scared to death yeah it freaks her out and she's just like that just makes me so angry and he's like can i help? And He's like uh, no i'm good thanks i appreciate it and she leaves because you know the the interesting thing is he has the, this violent outburst but he's so quiet and soft spoken otherwise oh, yeah. and you can tell he's into the whole martial arts eastern peaceful religion I mean, type. He knows a bit of chinese he, he, you know so he's into that a little he's into that culture so he's got this violence, this German heavy metal playing, this nice quiet voice. But he's slamming tables with nunchucks. And he's like, Can I help? You know, I mean it's just it's constant back and forth with him. Little so, bipolar. Whew. It it's interesting. He I thought he did a really good job playing that character. It's just he, really interesting. Um, he he did, played both he really sides did. really well. So, you know, she's at home that night and she's struggling. She just out on a whim. She she starts the tracker on her cell phone to see if she can track her her um
1: her laptop, laptop,
0: and she finds it, and it's in the neighborhood. It's like a few blocks blocks down. Da- blocks down. And she drives over there, and it's really yucky out, and they're playing a lot of loud music, and they're kind of questionable-looking people. drugs, that drink, kind of stuff. And they shoot a gun or something in the front yard, uh, and oh she yeah. kind of freaks out. So she leaves, and she goes to Tony's house, and she says, I need backup. um, Because I you know, had nunchucks, so I guess she thought that he could do something. So he hops in the car with her. He's dressed in all black. He's doing the whole ninja-type thing. He's Which, um, you know, he's got you, freaking he's um he's he's got a freaking flail with him. if you okay, for if any of my old childhood friends ever listen to this, you remember when we were in middle school and we were into throwing stars and nunchucks and the whole ninja thing and Dressing in black and walking the neighborhood at night. You remember all that stupid stuff we you did? You actually did that? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> um, so, you remember all that? Well, this is Tony, but he's doing it as an adult. <laughs> okay? So, he's dressed in all black. He's got his flail in his hand. He called it a morning star, but it's Which not a morning wrong. star. wrong. Right. A morning had star. a problem with a that. A morning star, basically, is the mace head on the top of a, of, of a handle. This is a flail because it was attached via a chain. chain. Anyway, so he had that. And so they... So, they go to this house. Um, the guy at the front is being a full-on douche, right? And she shows him her her phone that says, "Hey, my laptop is here." And he starts to go, "Get out of here!" And he's not doing anything. And so Tony gets up with his his flail and he's getting ready to, to attack this guy or act like he's going to attack the guy. And that the guy's like, he's not scared of Tony at all because he's a little short, little squiry dude. He grabbed it. He grabbed. He, 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 gra- he grabbed the the flail and tried to take it out of. Uh, Tony's hand, but what it ended up doing is it flung the flail into his head. So this mace, spiked mace thing, hit him square on in the face and just about knocked him out. So it knocked him down. And so then they rushed into the house and there was a guy and two girls in there. Uh-huh. And they're like, who the heck are you? Blah, blah, blah. And there's this whole fight. And she said, and she does on her um, phone on
1: the, and uh, the alarm the on
0: her laptop starts going off, which was right in front of the guy sent the table. She said, that's my laptop. And they're like, oh, crap. <clears throat> and they don't want any trouble cuz they just saw the other guy walk in with a busted nose and blood all over the place.
1: Um and um and, and tony hucked um hucked a ninja star in, into the wall and tossed oh, yeah. a firecracker. So so
0: so here's the thing. So you're, you're you're expecting okay, he's this ninja dude, you know, he's into the whole, you know, Chinese culture, ni- Japanese really because yeah, it's Japanese. Nin- You know, and he comes in and he's standing there with that full on his hand and he pulls out a throwing star and he flings it to the side and it sticks into the panel paneling of the wall. Okay. And then he pulls out a, a thing. A you, think, you think it's like a, you, you think it's like a, a, a ninja smoke bomb kind of thing. And he lights it and he throws it and it goes, Pew! it's just like a little firecracker. And you're like, wow, that was kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> there was nothing there. So they get anyway. So they get the laptop in the court and they leave. Cause there's like, okay, you broke into my house. And they're like, we didn't break into your house. We bought this. And so, where did you buy it from and so it was K- kenny um i don't know silly um, stills or
1: um uh, kenny any- sills
0: okay what kenny sills yeah so anyway buy bought it from some um flea market kind of place yeah so so she started i mean she's chasing things now she's trying to figure stuff out oh oh yeah oh, i'll let you go because i'm we, trying to figure out
1: where i want to go next we forgot about um we forgot about the plaster mold
0: yeah, you know I'm not
1: no, really. But, yeah, no, but, no, but, no. That's a crucial thing, actually. Okay, okay.
0: So we don't um, want to talk about the whole movie. Remember We're I know,
1: somewhere. I know. Oh, so um, so just real quick, um, she she found a footprint, and in the mud, but, um, by, um, by her back gate, um, and and so she went and, and made a plaster mold of it, and she noticed is um, there's um, there was this odd, just plain stripe on on the shoe. So um, so so then after or they um, they get a laptop. We um, we get a flash forward to, to to another scene of, of the guy who had a piece of duct tape on the bottom of his shoe. Um,
0: and, and realized, oh, this is the guy that actually robbed it. Right. So, and he's at some other house. He's robbing some other house in the middle of them having a party. He's just walking oh, yeah. through the house. Nobody knows. Him. Oh, yeah. he
1: um, he um,
0: he's stealing jewelry. Yeah. He, he's just walking around. So anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna fast forward a bit here. Yeah. So. You know She goes to the flea market to try to talk to them about the laptop. She's looking for her grandmother's silverware, finds it there, and she's going to walk out with it because it's hers. As she's walking out, the dude that broke into her house is there. She recognizes his shoe and recognizes the pattern matches the thing, so she knows that's him. She's going out to try to follow him. She tells Tony to go ahead and get in her car to crank it up and be ready to go. Well, this dude and the girl he's with and some old dude, they're like this little gang, are there we're skipping a lot but I'm yeah. just letting you know that they see each other she knows that that's him she's trying to chase him but ends up in an altercation with the flea market owner and um, they miss him but Tony got the, the car tag oh yeah and here's another funny thing so they go back to the house they're using their laptop um, to kind of find out you know who this person is and he's like alright and he's like on his laptop, and and he's like, "All right," and I forgot the kind of thing, but he's talking about all hacker type stuff, and just I'm going to get it's, in. And it's all you think ones a, and zeros. It's it's all,
1: everything's connected. It's like a big web. And, and she's, she's like, like, "Yeah, it's called the World Wide Web, right?" You know. And he's um he's um he's I, I feel like he's this big time hacker, but right. really he's just googling crap. And
0: so so literally, he's talking he's talking like a hacker would talk, and then he can hack into the DMV and and then he goes to this what this to Google and says, you know car license look up and he goes to this website and he's, like, and he's like oh i need your credit card so he had to he basically had to buy it just like anybody else would but it, it's again that contrast between i'm a hacker but not really <laughs> you know i'm just the dude so they find out who it is and they go to this house and it's this huge fancy house turns out it's their son and it's a a drunk rich lady and her verbally abusive demeaning lawyer husband yeah with with his bodyguard and so they're there, Ruth who is Ruth and Tony. Extremely
1: um, a- excessive
0: in um, in the projection. Yeah. So they're so anyway, you know, so they go there to uh, to confront them. They think it's the, the they think it's the husband. Turns out they find out that the van is the sons and it's it's so he's like a junior. Mm-hmm. Um, and moi, and they don't get any kind of satisfactory resolution to the situation and the lawyer dad is really kind of a jerk. Uh, again, big he's an old, asshole. He's big a big old asshole. asshole. And and so they're leaving, and out of anger, she steals something out of the front of their yard and throws it in the car, and they're leaving. A, a, um, a, a giant wicker lion. But whatever. Tiger. But but as they're leaving, their son and his little gang that he's with see them there and want to know what that's all about. They go. They follow them back to her house. They basically, okay. So
1: Chris, Junior. Chrissy. I mean yeah. Chris is
0: what Chrissy they call yeah. him. And Chris, and Chrissy. he goes in. Her, Excuse me, he goes into her house because he's confronting her about why she's going to his parents' house because their plan is to rob her, rob his parents. Yeah. And so she, he goes into her house and is like, Why are you talking to my parents? Why are you talking to my parents? And he's try, trying to intimidate her. Well, she still has the, for, I forgot, for some reason, she the has plaster the, plas- the plaster mold of the shoe in her hand. You know, plaster is really hard. And she filled this little, so it's, it's basically this long, flat disc thing yeah. that she's got in her hand. And she just instinctively, hits him with it but she hits him right in the throat and she crushes his windpipe so now he can't breathe and he's and he's choking and and he's he wa- runs out, with- out of her house and um, his buddies in the van see him running out of her house and like well, what the heck is he doing and he and walks he, out. He, he, he's just walking out you know not being able to breathe trying to get some help to breathe and he walks out in front of a bus and gets run over by a bus and killed so she starts calling 911, and they see her calling 911, so they pull up and hit her in the head with a the butt of a gun. A and, very, very and, bad and, gun. And, 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 and knock her out and bring her with them. So then they they force her to help them rob Chris's parents, because they needed three people to do it, and so yeah. they went to do that. Um, they went, all kinds of stuff happens there, lots of people get shot. Um, Hand, um, hands, get hands get blown off, blown knees off. get blown off, um, and there's this whole chase at the end. Anyway, there's, I want, I want. There's a the, random line about cat meat. Yeah, that's. I don't get the whole cat meat thing. Something about if you eat cat meat, you turn invisible. I don't know where that came from. The dude was kind of crazy. He, so of course he was crazy. But anyway, so all that stuff happens. They. Um, Oh. the the mom the mom ran away uh-huh and she got away and then she was at the police at the end and she they had she pictures was a of track all track star running she had, she had all the all pic, they had pictures of all the the people that were involved and they're asking are they involved because they were worried that Ruthie was involved in this whole this whole thing she pointed out the the bad people mm-hmm. but when they showed her Ruthie's picture she says no she wasn't there she was protecting her because she knew that she was a being hostage. forced or that she was a hostage so so she got free and you know, Ruthie didn't get busted for anything um, Tony got hurt, but he ended up being... Just okay. Okay. Anyway, so that's just a quick ending to the movie. Everything turned out okay. They ended up together, I guess. Yeah, they ended up as a, kind yeah. of a couple. And just she Tony got her stuff D&T. back, yeah. and it just kind of ended that way. And so it was... The cool thing about the story was, it, it was like, really, it was all about her regaining some power in her and in her life. That's really what it was about. Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, granted, it, it kind of went... To a dark place and a dangerous Very place. place, but it was all about, you know what, I, I'm i not going to be a victim anymore, and she kind of had allowed herself to kind of become a victim by not assert, being assertive and standing up for herself. I mean, there was a great little scene at the beginning with that little montage of stuff where she's walking after a car, and a car starts to back out. Well, you know, usually a car will stop and let the person go. Well, so she started to walk, the car backed out, the car stopped, she stopped, then she starts to go again. The car goes again. It's one of those kind of things. So she finally just stops and let the car, lets the car go. And she's just kind of like, okay, I'm going to back off and let everybody else do what they want to do first. People cutting in line in, in checkouts. And, and so it was really all about her learning how to be more assertive. Yeah. Um, and, and kind of about Tony being able to play out his fantasy. I don't even know if I'd call it playing out his fantasy, but having some confidence in all the things that he's always prepared for, that he can actually help. Getting a friend, and he had a friend because he said he doesn't have many friends because they kind of find him obnoxious, which he kind of was, but he was really a quiet dude, really. Um, but anyway, so
1: little obsessive, but but he was he was a good guy. He yeah. honestly wanted to help her. But it was it
0: it was a good movie. You, you definitely. Um, Get ready for language and blood. Let's just say. Well, there's language and blood, but there, dude, there's language and blood in just about everything. The, the The good thing that I'm that that I saw in this one was it was a Netflix original that didn't have tons of nudity and stuff in it, and sex. Oh yeah, that is great. I mean, almost all of theirs do, and and kind of takes the joy away of watching movies, you know, of theirs because they really come out with some good stuff, but they throw that in there all the time, and 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 for those of us that don't want that in their movies, it kind of throws, you know. Throws a wrench off. in the works. yeah. So we really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, we really did. And it would behoove you to watch it, you know, and look at it for. I mean, I love that word behoove. The so it was better than dehoove. Uh, what? I don't know. we did that come? It's Like taking taking the hooves off of horses. Dehoove. You're dehooving them. The I don't freak? know. I just made that crap up. Oh, uh, there was, well, there was a big weird chicken.
1: <laughs> I need to
0: have a warped chicken sound. I wonder, I, wonder if I, I wonder if I can, anyway, post-production distort the sound. But anyway, so, um, so yeah, check it out. Uh, so I don't feel at home in this world anymore. It's it's on Netflix only. It's a Netflix original uh, or exclusive, and it's starring, uh, what was their names again? Her name was Melanie. Elijah Wood. Melanie Linsky and Elijah Wood were the two main characters. Uh, check it out, and... I think you'll enjoy it. So it's better than some of the last ones we've seen. So, yeah. um, so anyway, so that's that's our review of. I don't know if we really did a review. I just kind of we just kind of talked did the whole about talked about it. Just because we liked it. It's I mean, our version of a review. Yeah. Um. So that was that. Y'all have a good time with it. I hope you you try it out and and uh, and let us know what you think about that movie. If you've seen it already, what you thought about it. Uh, once you watch it, let us know what you think about it. Okay. Oh, yeah, definitely. So now we've got to pick out our movie for the next time. So let's let's start doing that. Okay. Yep. Let's go. Okay. So let's 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 roll and see what we're gonna do. All right. So high or low? I shall get the ceremonial dice challenge. Try that again.
1: <laughs> I shall get the ceremonial dice challenge. Much better.
0: There you go. All right. So so we're gonna roll for high or low.
1: All right. We got low.
0: Okay, so that's gonna be Amazon. All right. All right. so Let me pull up Amazon. Okay. All right. Now for the category. All right. We are going to be
1: doing. Da, 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 da. Category four.
0: Okay, that's military slash war. Okay.
1: All right. And now cool. for the
0: movie. Seventy nine. Seventy nine. All right. Uh, hold on. Let me let me scroll down and find it. Okay, number seventy nine is Range Fifteen, starring what? Matt Best. Okay, okay, uh, what? Matt Best. Um, he does silly videos on YouTube. Um, he is one of the one of the organizers or one of the owners or operators or whatever of Black Rifle Coffee. He's a former uh, ranger, I believe, um, and he just has a book that just came out. This is "Thank Me for My Service." Um, anyway, and he's got a bunch of buddies. That are all in the military or former military. They all basically run Black Rifle Coffee and do stupid kind of things. They decided to make a movie one time, and so it. I've always wanted to see it, never gotten around to see it. And it's basically a military movie killing zombies, and there are people in it like Sean Astin, who Samwise Gamgee from from Lord of the Rings. Uh, William, William Shatner. Shatner's in Danny it. Trejo. Danny Trejo's in it, so it's going to be interesting. I just showed Connor of the trailer, and. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a blast. So, a lot our, of language. It's going to be a lot of language, but um, so anyway. So, our next movie uh, for for next episode is going to be Range, range 15. Fifteen. Matt Best Range. Matt Bests Range, range 15. Fifteen. So, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, I know it's going to be bad, but that's okay. It's, it looks like it's going to be one of those that's bad so, that so bad it's good. Exactly. Yeah, I like those. So that's what we're doing. And so, stay tuned for that one for the next time. All right. So thanks, everybody, for listening to us for yet another episode. Um, I don't know if you're gluttons for punishment or just find something inanely interesting about us. But uh, if you need to reach us before next time, you know we're not very hard to find. We're kind of all over the place. So look for us on Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Podbean.
1: Or anywhere else
0: you can get podcasts. And uh, since we're desperate for validation, feel free to leave us a five-star review anywhere that you find us. Oh, and I forgot to mention, we need to add this in here, that we're also on iHeartRadio so, awesome. you can reach us there too. so um, if you want to reach us uh, out on the social media uh, you can find us the podcast itself can be found uh, at GP Variety Hour on Twitter and I can be found at Head Gamer on Twitter and Mixer and Head underscore Gamer on Twitch uh, those username squatters make me angry
1: alright and, and then I can be found at QuillMeister on Twitter, Twitch, Mixer and TikTok and that's Meister spelled with
0: an I-E not E-I so if you spell it wrong you spell it right guys so, uh, we'll co stream on Mixer as our schedules allow. Um, it won't be for a while because I'll be out of town for at least a week. But stay tuned on the Gene Pool uh, Twitter account for any of those scheduled postings, all right? So, again, guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the Gene Pool Ride Hour.
1: And remember, stay nerdy, my friends.